This is a Squeeze podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. Welcome to the year ahead, our hit the ground running New Year podcast series where we chat to our friends in news about what they've got their eye on this year. And in true Squiz form, we get their reading, watching and listening recommendations. I'm Kate Watson. And I'm Claire Kimball. Joining us today are the team from The Daily Oz, Zara Seidler and Sam Kozlowski. If you don't know about The Daily Oz, they were the little Instagram account that could a few years ago. That's grown into the go-to news service for young Australians across not only social media, but podcast news newsletter and more. Sam, Zara, thank you for joining us. Thanks for having us, guys. Happy New Year. And to you. So good. Have I done the intro justice? It's good. Yeah, I think the Instagram page that could, I might get that tattoo. <laughs> <laughs> That's quite cute. It's so much more than that now, as I said, and we're so pleased to do this with you. We should have done a podcast with you a long time ago, but good to get one away. All right, let's talk news and then we'll get your recommendations. Zara and Sam, what we've asked you to do first is cast back to 2022 and tell us about a story that really stuck with you. Claire, it's not not what this podcast says on the packet, but important to go backwards to <laughs> yeah. before we can go forwards, I guess. It sure is because, of course, 2022 has been so big. But Zara, we'll start with you first. Roe versus Wade. Yes. So we started the Daily Oz five years ago and we went full time in February. And uh, during June, July of last year, I took my very first holiday and I was very excited. I got on the plane and I landed in Singapore and the first notification I got on my phone was about Roe v. Wade being overturned. And I just remember standing in Singapore's um, ginormous airport, just bawling and, and just in utter disbelief that here in 2022, this was what was happening. And it had a very, I feel like, and you, mm. you might agree, that mm. when you work in news, you almost become desensitized yeah, to can. those bigger That's stories. Right. Yeah. Um, but this one hit me like a ton of bricks. And I just was so sad for women and was reflecting on when I was living in Washington, DC and went to the Women's March and really felt like we were making progress to then have this. So that was kind of the thing that stuck out most to me about 2020 in a general news sense. I think, Sam, um, that was clearly one of the biggest stories of the year. The yep. thing that you uh, wanted to talk a little bit about that will stick with you or stick with all of us for a really long time is obviously what happened in Ukraine. And particularly those first few days of Russia's invasion in Ukraine. And I think the thing that struck me the most was every expert and every analyst all around the world didn't really know what was going to happen next. Mm. And it's not often that the world collectively is feeling a bit lost. And I really felt that cut through in not only the comments and the dialogue we were having with our audience, but how governments were speaking about it and mm. how Russians and Ukrainians were speaking about it. There was so much uncertainty and there still is. And that disbelief, yeah. Sam, wasn't it? It's one of those history-making moments where I think you can see it unfolding and when you're involved in the news and involved in producing news, yeah. to really see that sort of unfold in real time was just quite unbelievable. I was six, Zara was four when 9-11 happened. Mm. So that for a lot of people is the last kind of flagship moment of global tensions. But for our generation, this was the our big. first kind of big... And it played out on TikTok. That was something I found fascinating was that I'd go home from work, go home from the news and then would be scrolling on TikTok and would see firsthand accounts of young women my age who were fleeing and documenting it live. And you can see yourself. Completely. Like, you know, you build you can, empathy, you I think, in a way yourself, that, that yeah. perhaps 
other mediums don't allow for was that I could visually see a young girl leaving her family mm. and putting it on social media. It was terrifying. Yeah, yeah. it's really fascinating. Absolutely. It's been a big year of news. We will talk about some positive stuff. <laughs> Absolutely. And we're going to cast forward. So I think it's pretty clear you guys are very close observers of news and you are have some interesting insights on what might happen in 2023. We try to get ahead of the news here at The Squeeze and have a look at what's coming up and get people prepared. So we've asked you to talk about something that you think's bubbling away that just might not have hit its straps yet. That's going to be the big story this year. New South Wales elections, Zara. What do you reckon? I, know, I feel like this was the nerdiest default answer to this. <laughs> Love and nerdy in retrospect, answers. could have had like a really exciting, fascinating one. But I've, in I've our world, it's, <laughs> that is just the dynamic between us. Um, I think that something that's really interesting is that obviously at the federal election, we saw um, the quite dramatic downfall of the coalition. And I did find it interesting that we are now facing in just a few months the New South Wales election and if, and a very big if, but if the coalition does lose that election, um, we are now looking at a country that has a single jurisdiction with a Liberal government. And I just think when I started as a kind of keen political observer, um, which is just the wankiest term. When you were were seven. (laughs) Yeah, when I was in year four, um, there was kind of this sea of coalition leadership and and power in the country and I do think it's just interesting to think of shifting demographics and my observation is that perhaps we could see a real shift in the centre-right party of this country and how they appeal to voters. How they do it. We've had a lot of conversations about that across the last few months, haven't we, Claire? Indeed. Can we we talk about the World Cup, though? The Women's World Cup. I'm talking more exciting Can we talk about sport? (laughs) I love this. We're hosting the World Cup this year, right? This is the story I think is bubbling along. Just under the surface, it's not not kind of on the top mm. of our minds just yet, but I have read into some of the ticket sales and it's looking really, really strong. So you can buy tickets right now you already. I'm tickets. going to buy tickets. I'm yeah. going to take my daughter. It's going to be huge. Yeah. And I think that there's a number of factors that are going to get pulled into the tournament to make a really special moment. You've got First Nations women, you've got women from diverse sexual orientations, you've got some mothers in the team. And, and really, really excellent players too. Unbelievable Like really good footballers. And yeah. I actually think that if we get to the final we could set the world record for the highest attendance at a women's sporting match ever of 100,000. And probably... Best of all, we've got a great chance of taking it out. It'll, it's ours to lose. Yeah. I really th- I really think so. But I just think it's going to be, I mean, I've seen it described as potentially a Kathy Freeman moment for a new generation, and I believe it. Yeah, I think um, we'll all be getting around it, that's for sure. Definitely. July is when it starts. Finishing off with the big news theme of 2023. So how this is different is I think um, it's the moment. It's the thing that's going to happen. It's the thing for 2023. What do you reckon? I mean, you're all on the World Cup bandwagon, Sam. <laughs> yeah, but if I had to pick another one, I would say that we're going to see a US presidential election without Joe Biden and without Donald Trump. That's oh. a big call. Love it. That's Love my, the bold that's my Love bold it. prediction. <laughs> if that happens, we will do another podcast with you and it will just be you saying, I told you. <laughs> just reminding you, gotta, you I feel expect like, that email. <laughs> yeah, I feel like for this question, you've got to go a little bit out there. You I can't say it's, in the it's your bold prediction. It's What's your bold prediction? You're setting me up for failure. What's your <laughs> <laughs> well, again, it is 
the kind of political answer, but yeah. I do think that the referendum on the voice to parliament um, is is the big thing of this year. I think that uh, obviously we speak to a young demographic and for many it's the first referendum that they'll be voting in and I think that that's a, a big kind of democratic moment in time, mm. but also that this is... Um, I, I think that there's a lot of literacy in the broader community to do around what it means, um, its strengths, its weaknesses, and so I see that as an exciting opportunity for us to talk to young people. And referendums don't have a great record of no. getting up in this country, no. so it is going to be that discussion around the issue and around how that translates into support. It's going Definitely. to be a, a big theme. For yeah, sure. it'll, and it'll be really challenging. I think there's a lot of work ahead for both of the campaigns mm. and it's no easy task. Recommendations, Claire? Should we get their recommendations Let's for 2023? Quite often across the Squeeze podcast, we give some recommendations of reading, watching and listening. So we're going to get yours today, guys. Zara, you got a sad one to start. You, it, This one brought me to absolute, like I fell to pieces. Um, so let's kick off with that and then let's get a bit more positive. Okay, I've actually decided I have two recommendations and both of them are sad. But I will start <laughs> with the first one, um, which is Rob Delaney's new book. And I think a lot of people would have read um, the shorter excerpt that was mm. published last year. And I, I would recommend this only because as someone that has experienced grief, there is a really beautiful way that he brings optimism and colour to an experience that I think is sometimes only written in grey. And yeah. I think that it was just so beautiful. Um, and he's a comedian, right? Yeah. So, I mean, I didn't know much about him Neither. until I saw this recommendation. I gave him a Google. I'm really bad with famous people Have you anyway, watched but... Catastrophe? No, I, of course I haven't. Have Claire. you watched Catastrophe? It <laughs> Can is... I lie and say yes? Oh, look, put it on your list for okay. 2023. Is that it... your recommendation? Uh, look, uh, let's go with that. Okay. It is Perfect. an incredible series. Sharon Horgan, who, of course, is the really prolific mm. comedian, writer, producer, director. She's right behind it with Rob Delaney. It's it's a really good watch. Well, so I want to do I want to watch and see anything he's done because if he can write that yeah. way, my god. Yeah, and I mean obviously he lost his son mm. and that's what this is all about. Mm. So, um we'll pop a link in episode notes. That book's not out until later in the year, I don't think, but it's certainly one to watch. Um there's a bit of a theme with you, Sam. I feel like you should actually be running like a football business or a, <laughs> like a, there's a whole soccer he's theme tried. going on. He's tried. Okay, right. <laughs> all right. Welcome to Wrexham. How good was it? It was really inspiring. So this is a series about Rob McElhenney and Ryan Reynolds, mm. two quite famous dudes in Hollywood. Yep. And they decide to buy a lower tier Welsh football club that's really struggling to survive and bring it back for the local community. Uh, it was probably one of the best things I watched, and I feel like summer's a really good time. It's a to yeah, watch that. it's definitely a great one. It's not like timely; like you can watch it any time. You don't you not sort of have to be in the moment like you do with Meghan and Harry or mm, whatever. Yeah. Mm. Um, Claire, you loved it. Uh, and there's a second series coming out this year, so Can't super wait. excited. I went down a complete Rob McElhenney rabbit hole as a result of Welcome to Wrexham. So a big thumbs up from us. And then I have a podcast recommendation, and I've picked a fun one. Hamish Blake's podcast called How Other Dads Dad. Sam is not a dad. I am not a father. (laughs) But I know a lot of dads who have really loved this podcast. Yeah. And a lot of women who have really enjoyed this podcast. And it's also just really awesome seeing him do um, content that isn't always hilarious. Yeah. And he's actually an incredible thinker. The guests that he has on 
have some really valuable insights. Hamish Blake, How Other Dads Dad. The other thing we didn't talk about, which we should have, is your four-part podcast series, The Mirror. Ten years on from Julia Gillard's misogyny speech. Zara, over to you. If you were wanting to listen to something that does share the same name, we would recommend The Mirror, which is our podcast reflecting on 10 years since the misogyny speech. And a lot has changed, but there is still a lot more to do. So a fascinating deep dive into gender and this lovely country of ours and how the two interact. I'll pop a link to all of these recommendations in your episode notes, of course. Thank you so much for joining us today, team. Thanks for having us. Really appreciate it. That's the first episode of the Year Ahead podcast series. In tomorrow's episode, we chat with Gillian Bradford. She's a good mate of ours at the Squiz Claire. She's a legend Mm. of the Press Gallery, Canberra Press Gallery. The first journalist I ever actually met. In real life. In real life. (laughs) When I was like your age a million years ago. She knows so much about news. She's led a big team of journalists for a number of years. She's on a bit of a sabbatical at the moment, but um, she is certainly a keen watcher of the news and she has some really great insights. So we have a chat with her on tomorrow's episode. Episode three is with our friends at Equity Mates Media. And finally, we turn the mic onto Team Squiz. Claire, you and Siobhan Moran McFarlane will give us your big news prediction for 2023. Catch you tomorrow.